When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Welcome back to another episode of the Six Cents Podcast. I'm your host, Lucas, with Jonathan, and we are recording on the eve of the NFL season, but we still have Sixers news to talk about. I'm sure Jonathan is excited about the Eagles, but sadly, we don't really get to talk about them tonight. Unfortunately not. We will probably dive in and just give brief updates throughout the season, but yeah, we we have some Sixers news, so let's get into it. Absolutely. The big headline here is... The Danny Green reunion tour has officially started. You know, there are some old music artists that go back on tour probably when they shouldn't be going back on tour. This feels like that, Jonathan, doesn't it? It does. It absolutely does. I, I, uh, yeah, I mean, my initial reaction looking at this, I was like, you know, he's played 11 games since he tore his ACL and LCL with the Sixers. Like, I don't necessarily. I'm not, like, excited about this, but, I mean, one-year bet minimum? I mean, why not? And it's non-guaranteed. That's the important part. It's not a guaranteed contract. So the Sixers could move off of it at any point. Okay. Yeah, Yeah, that's absolutely the best-case scenario. What were your initial thoughts? It felt like it was more of an off-the-court move than on-the-court move, which we'll talk about here in a minute. But that's that's my initial reaction that it felt more off the court than on the court um which brings me to on the court first let me go there for you jonathan how much do you think he actually has left do you think he can be the danny green that pre-acl granted it's been a year over a year since the acl tear so he should be close closer back to what he was prior to because acls as you know nowadays not when me and you were growing up especially not before then because I had an ACL tear. Uh, it's easier to come back from ACL tears now more than ever. So do you think we could get Danny Green prior to the injury again? Or do you I'm think he has anything sh- left? I'm not too sure we get him back. I mean, think about it. Like, he was a defensive liability getting, like, taught. Like, we were talking about him being slow. And this is a year ago pre-ACL and LCL injury. I mean, I don't think he has the same role, obviously. I don't expect him to start. And I think coming off the bench, like creating the space for Joel Embiid, like that's that's his that's like why we do this. Like he still is a threat to shoot. Like shooting's the last thing to go for athletes, so for the NBA players. I think that like 
a three and D guy can still have that in the tank, keep defenders honest so they can't double team Joel. And I mean, I think that's what he's going to do. I don't expect a lot out of him and I don't know how much of the rotation will get, but it's never bad to have a wing that can knock down shots, come off the bench. Well, look, I mean, he's familiar with both Joel and Nick nurse. That's good. Um, I like you said defensively. I think that shot now. I think he's a reserve, and the you know, and it comes to like on the court. Like, who would you rather have shooting wide open threes? Danny Green at thirty six, or Corkmas, or Daniel House? <laughs> I'd say Danny Green. Ooh, ooh. Okay, let's get into this because I would say Corkmas. Look, Corkmas might not be as good of a defender, but he's at least athletic. Uh, more athletic than Danny Green now is, and that's saying something. No, that's for sure. You're and not so, so like you know, and like Corkmaz, Corkmaz can still get hot, like occasionally, and who knows, maybe new head coach will help him with that. But like Danny, Danny looked bad in those eleven games, man. There's like no forgiving that, like forgetting that. And granted, like he was still pretty fresh off that ACL tear; it hadn't even been a full year yet. So he's had another off season to really get himself back into shape. Maybe I'm wrong. But I I don't think he has much left. I think this is more of a locker room thing, which brings me to my next question here. Can he help fix the locker room stuff, mainly the James Harden drama? Can he help smooth that stuff out? I got to be honest. I don't think he can help the James Harden drama. I think that's too far gone. I mean, if you have Embiid even reaching out to Harden and not getting too much of a response when Harden Harden didn't even show up to the wedding, right? Yeah. Yeah, no, he didn't. And I mean, Mm -hmm. I think that that's kind of your best shot. Maybe Embiid doesn't have that veteran presence of Danny Green, but they're like really good friends. So I think that expecting Danny Green to help in the Harden situation is is highly unlikely. But I think like other veteran leadership, I I absolutely think that he can help. I mean, he gives like he's not as stern or aggressive as P.J. Tucker, but he gives that vibe of like a guy who's been around the league. He's got a championship pedigree. I think he's got three championships, three one with the Spurs, Toronto, and L.A. So I like I like him as an off-the-court fit. I think that's a good point out by you, but I don't think the Harden uh, stuff can be fixed. How about you? Look, I mean, he can help smooth, calm guys down about it. I don't think he's going to reach to James Harden. They never played together, uh, minus, you know, that one half season. Uh so I don't think that's the fix there. But I think in terms of like, you know, he's another guy that Joel trusts. He's another guy that Tyrese trusts. He's a guy that Nick Nurse trusts. That he can be, like you said, that veteran leader in the locker room. Not necessarily like the like the in-your-face type of guy, but he's the type of guy that he's a constant professional. He knows how to do his job, and he can show the younger guys how to do their job. So I, I, I like it in that regard. And like I said, um, Non-guaranteed contract, which brings me to my last point here. Is he going to be on the roster on opening night? I kind of expect him to. I do. I mean, I know it's non-guaranteed contract. Like, we don't know how much of an impact he'll actually have on the roster this year, but I could see him, for like, as we just said, for that veteran leadership and the ability to space the floor. Well, what do you look, think? I, 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 do I want him to be on the roster at the beginning of the year? No, there is still a much better forward free agent than he is. And do you remember who that is? I w- I'm not sure. I want to hear it. Kelly Oubre. Why is Kelly, Kelly- Oubre not si- signed yet? Well, there's probably a reason. I mean, there probably kinda- is a reason, but the guy averaged 20 points per game last year. Granted, not the most efficiently, but when he is efficient, he's still a 15 point per game scorer. 
And you're telling me that we can't use that guy? So I he's, that's, he's that's kinda have like I think he has off court issues because I, I I mean maybe he does I don't remember. Reports, I don't we but, don't know. We don't know anything that's going on with Kelly Oubre. We're not hearing a bit of it. And I'm just kind yeah, of but like, from like watching and like over the years, I feel like he's kind of got an effort issue. I, I, I agree. I agree. I think there is an effort issue, especially on the defensive end. But you're saying that we couldn't use more small forward depth. And that's why I think Danny's going to be on the roster, because outside of Danny, you have who you have who you got Tobias play, playing out of position. You have Cork Moss, who's probably more of a shooting guard. And then you have Daniel House, who who has not been the same player since Houston. Uh, besides a brief stint with the Utah Jazz, like you look, you're gonna have to keep Danny until something happens with James, or you know, yeah, they come to their senses and get Kelly Oubre because I, I, there is no solution. Look, the the the, the depth issue this year, I, I understand why we had to lose those guys like George Yang overpriced, but we could have afforded Cork Moss, we could have afforded McDaniel's. And that, that you just mean goes. Mil- you mean Milton? Not Corpus. Milton, yeah, Shake, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so. Like, yeah, we for sure. We could have afforded those guys. And I get having flexibility next offseason, but Daryl, I feel like you dropped the ball here. Like, you got to. Look, I said it before. Daryl has not done anything to warrant himself the benefit of the doubt here in Philly, besides getting off of Al Horford's contract and Josh Richardson's. What have you done that has. M- made the team better long-term. Yeah, I mean, we've talked about more in the past. We said, right, like, I think we said 15 or 14 years at the helm as the head guy, and he hasn't hasn't gotten a championship, so. He hasn't even reached an NBA Finals. He got a conference Finals, what, like two times in, in Houston, and that's it? Two, three yeah, times? I think. So, yeah. I think that's this, it. Well. That's, that's, speaking of Maury, there's – there was a new report by Ramon Shelburne. I'm going to let you take it away on that one. Yeah, so I'll give I'll get a little intro and background on this. It seemed that there was like a what the media was calling quote unquote bombshell article um, with Ramon Shelburne detailing really in depth, like more details about the James Harden and Philly situation. Um, we can, we will absolutely get into that report, but. The way James Harden tweeted our Instagram story today, and he said, y'all got to chill with the reports, laughing emojis. I'm going to start reporting stuff, um, but he didn't use stuff. Uh, so clearly he saw this article or was told what was in it, and he's saying that maybe it's not all true. Ramona's a top-tier reporter, so you got to believe that she has her sources straight, and maybe a lot of this was true. But let's dive into some of the details. I mean, the first one you had here was – James Harden ignored Adam Silver's all-star invite as the as one of the reserves if someone got injured, and he just went uh, without replying to, so, I guess, so Silver. He did, he, did, he did reply, but by the time he replied, Silver had moved on to Pascal Siakam. Yeah, so what are your was, thoughts he on was, that? He was, I believe the word he they used was pouting. Yeah, he was pouting about it, not making, getting voted in. Yeah, I mean, that that seems like him. So what what were your thoughts on that? Look, James, you're what, 34 years old? You're 34 years old. And you yeah. you've had a track record of not necessarily being the healthiest person in the world. And on top of that, and I say that to say this, your play is going to start declining. And you might believe because it's because you have to be second fiddle to Joel, which this article 
you know, made it clear that like James thought he was going to regain his glory days with that he had in Houston with Maury, and that didn't happen. And and you know he bought into it because he thought it was the way to win, but it didn't. So yeah, the real question here is, um, you know, James James felt slighted after making ten straight All Star games, not getting voted in, and he pity you know he he. This I'll I'll just say this about the overarching report in general. This report made it appear that James is a very sensitive person. Now, <laughs> yeah. Let me ask you this: Do sensitive guards do well in Philly? No, no, no sensitive people. No sensitive That's, people do well. Because in what happened with Ben? Ben's a sensitive soul. Yeah. Ben is a sensitive soul, and he's out, and he's not uh, in Philly anymore. Yeah, and and this this report that was just one instance here of James showing his sensitive side. Um. So yeah, yeah I mean, that, there yeah, there was more obviously James Harden being impatient to see what Philly's going to offer. Uh, and I mean, going into free agency pretty early on, it, it seems that he was unhappy with his role, as you had, had alluded to earlier. So I mean. Sensitive, impatient, kind of impulsive. What do you think? When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. So there's definitely a level there, and I do want to say this regarding it. Um, so in the article, it talked about how the Sixers went like kind of – Maury wasn't returning James's call about free agency. And the reason was is because the Sixers got slapped with the heaviest you know, penalty for tamper, uh, you know, free agent tampering with P.J. and Daniel House last summer. And they, uh, they didn't want to risk it again, and I don't blame them. Yeah, but James didn't see it that way. James saw it as a you know a step towards they're not going to give me the money that I deserve or I think I deserve, and that that's that's really what this was is that James didn't feel like he was going to get the offer that he wanted. Instead of waiting for the Sixers to make the offer, James made this play, which probably wasn't the best play for James to make. They, they said that in the article. The best play, the best. Leverage play was to come back and play for Maury and play his brains out. He didn't yeah. do that. He's not. He doesn't sound like he's planning on doing that. So James impatient was and it just ruined the whole entire situation because we don't know what Philly was going to offer. Maybe it was going to be in the ball. They mentioned the Kyrie trade, the diet Kyrie deal, and I guess James wouldn't have been happy with that. He was looking for about four years, two hundred and nine million, from what Which I remember. Is- 
which is if, if, if I remember that correctly, I don't I, I don't have the article in front of me, but I believe that's around the number that he was looking for, which was the max that he could have gotten. And he felt like he was owed that based off of last offseason sacrifices and his play. But, you know, that didn't happen. Yeah, I mean, you said the overarching theme was James is too sensitive as we have here. I mean, he just takes things too personally. It seems like that's mm-hmm. that's really what it all came down to, especially with most of his time in Philly. So, I mean, does this article make you feel any better or worse that things might turn around? Well, let me just go back to the personally thing. In the article, a source close to James told Ramona that he takes things too personally. And I think his reaction uh, to the, this article kind of proves that. Yeah, like so, an immediate Instagram post yeah, like that, within that, that, hours. Yeah, so I, I think he does take things too personally. And maybe that's a good thing. In basketball, playing on the court, maybe that's a good thing. But the business side of basketball, you can't take things personally. You, you can't if you're going to be successful no. for a long time. Um, it does not make me feel better about it. It doesn't. Yeah. Look, it doesn't. It doesn't. Look. No. James has hair trigger reactions. Maury's a businessman first. As much as he loves James, I think he's starting to show that his love, his business, his, you know, deal of being a, a you know, competent GM is more important than making James happy anymore, which is a good idea. Um, so, no, I don't think this is going to get help things get better. You did pretty much everything you could for James within reason, and he still reacted this way. Yeah, I don't think this makes it better at all, and I, I absolutely think it makes it worse. I mean, there's no nothing in this article that's going to make you feel better if you're a Sixers fan or, or about the situation. And uh, I just really hope, I'm sure as do you, that this gets a speedy resolution. Yeah, for sure. So the last thing that we're going to talk about here is a an, an, uh, former Sixer who has gotten an, one last chance that appears. So despite averaging like 17 and 6 last year, um, Christian Wood, former Sixer, process Sixer, uh, failed to get a contract in the early parts of the offseason. Actually, he did not get signed until the same time Danny Green did, and he got signed by the L.A. Lakers. Now, let me ask you this. He is a stretch big. How does he fit in L.A. next to Anthony Davis? I, I mean, AV can stretch the floor, too. That, that's a, kind of a dynamic duo. You have one of them down low, one outside, and they can alternate. Definitely gives them flexibility and versatility. Um, I think it is a good fit. I will say I think this is like classic Lakers Twitter overreacting. I saw like – like I don't know if they were real or if people were just like joking about the Lakers, but like a new big three with like Christian Wood, AD, and LeBron. I think people that, love that's Detroit. That's a little bit too much. Come on, Lakers yeah. fans. You know I think – People love to troll about that. So, yeah, I don't think this is like a game changer. He's switching it up. But he was tied to the Lakers early on in free agency, and and that seemed like the one team where he was pretty much going to go, and he didn't get the contract, like you said. So um, gets a lot less of a contract than I think he might have been expecting. But I do think he fits well, and I think he can help this team. They were in the Western Conference Finals, and him and AD can probably play together, I think. So I don't know. What do you think? Look, the offensive fit is – Christian Wood is a good offensive player. I don't think anybody's denying that. It's his lack of defense. Now, he's an okay rebounder. He's not like Jaleel Okafor. But, like – and obviously he has more range than Okafor. But defensive effort and everything has been a question. Now, I will say this. Uh, first off, he can 
he can switch between center and power forward just like AD. So that that's good. I don't think he's going to be a starter. But what I would say is I, I can't see him and AD sharing the floor a lot together. And more importantly than that, I think he has found the perfect head coach for him in Darvin Ham. Darvin Ham pushes big men better than most head coaches. Probably better than almost any head coach. There are very few head coaches that can get the best out of their big men besides Darvin Ham. We saw last year with Jared Butler, Anthony Davis when he was healthy. I think getting Christian Wood to play defense is not, uh, you know, if he if if he gives out the effort, I think effort on the defensive end has been an issue for him for the past three years, two in Houston, one in in Dallas. If he can give out effort on the defensive end, I think that it would be good fit. And I think he, you know, I'll, I'll even go so far to say this. I think that he might have found a home, which goes to my next question for you. Do you think he, if he, if it, is this a, is where he finds a home in the NBA? I mean, I think like you said, I mean, early, like you prefaced this question saying like he, he found maybe his last place to give him a second chance. I think this is probably one of the best systems that he can fit in, in terms of scheme, as you said, head coach and, and just like, his role that he'll play. Mm-hmm. So if he doesn't have success here, I mean, I, I don't see that he could have a lot of success elsewhere, but I think he'll be a role player around in the league for a couple of years. But um, I, I hope he excels here. And I think that, yeah, this is probably the best spot for him as a home. Yeah. Look, I mean, if we go back to the fit part of this, I mean, I think LeBron James would be a good fit for a good leader for him. Cause I kind of see him taking on that Kevin love role where he's a stretch big, He's expected to rebound. Like, Kevin Love was not a good defender. We know that, even in his prime. But he was a good rebounder and good passer. And AD can make up for his defensive issues, too. So, that should help. So, yeah, I think, look, if the Lakers do well with him in the lineup this year, I think that he might have found a home because Lakers need cheap talent and he's going to be cheap. So, and if if he wants to try to go elsewhere, he can, because like I said, it's a player option in year two of this deal. But, um, you know, two years, about five and a half million, give or take a few point millions. But yeah, I, I think so. But let me ask you this. If it doesn't work here, is he done in the NBA? I don't think so. I think some team can utilize his skill set, utilize some points off the bench. I mean, he, he's developed a lot since he was in Philly, and I think that he is uh, – I think he's probably a quality role player even if he doesn't work out in, in L.A. But do you think he would be out of the NBA? I think it's a real possibility. Look here, the, the issue has never been skill. It's been about attitude. It's been about effort. It's been about, you know, the ability to be a professional. And L.A. is a good place to learn that. But if he can't seem to get his act into gear in uh, Philadelphia, I mean, look, there have been there are better players that are not in the NBA, better, na- you know, than Christian Wood. Yeah. Like Boogie Cousins isn't in the NBA. Um, I'm sure there's other players that I can't think of right now, but I'm not in the mindset to think about that right now. Like I said, I'm focused on the NFL preseason right now, the NFL season about to start. Um yeah, I don't. I don't know, man. I don't know. I think. I. I think there's a real possibility he does not uh, stay in the NBA after the season if he does not work out in LA. Yeah, I mean, uh, hopefully, then this is this is good for him. I mean, maybe LeBron can get him to work. Maybe Darvin Ham can. But yeah, Darvin Ham can. But you're right that it, that would be sad if he's out of the league. Definitely uh, had a little bit of a come up um, after leaving Philly. I'm but, surprised. 
I'm surprised uh, L.A. didn't try to bring back Boogie Cousins. So am I. He, I don't know who's going to give him a chance, but it, it's sad what, what happened because he was on the verge of that huge contract before he And look, like, I thought he played well for Denver two years ago. I thought he was a great he backup did. center for them. I don't, I just don't get it. I don't get it. So, anyway, I think, Jonathan, this might be one of our shorter episodes because we are already done. Yeah, we are. I mean, as you, as we said going into this, big news, Danny Green, it's not even that like headline news, but big news, he's uh, re-signing, coming back, so we'll see if he's on opening day roster. And I mean, as Ramona teased, it seemed like a couple weeks ago, she said this was just the beginning of Harden making it uncomfortable for Philly. Well, she kind of stoked that fire tonight, so uh, we will see what comes out of this report, if things do get better, and if there's any resolution to this Harden situation. I mean, we're... Uh, in September, I know it's more than a month, but one calendar month, and we're going to see some serious basketball back. So uh, I know. It's exciting. Yeah, so everyone continue to go to the com, read the articles. We're going to be having real basketball here soon enough before you know it. Um, continue to listen to the podcast. We really appreciate that. Uh, you can listen on Apple, Spotify, Google Play, anywhere you listen to your podcast. And until next time, go Sixers. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.